Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. I'm Janice Lee. This is Closer Look. Thank you for joining us this evening. Tonight, my guest is Stacy Krause. Stacy is the volunteer services coordinator with Jacob's House. Welcome to Closer Look, Stacy. Hi, thank you so much, Janice. I'm very happy to be here. Describe who Jacob's House is. We are a hospital hospitality home, and we provide a home away from home, free of charge, for families who have a loved one in one of our Southwest Riverside County hospitals. Even better way maybe for me to say that would be to share with you our mission statement. So Jacob's House is a home of refuge where families and loved ones of those in hospitalized traumatic medical need can find hope, comfort, peace, and inspiration. We are a community resource dedicated to serve families in crisis. We do this by providing a shelter for the physical, emotional, and spiritual support. That is our mission statement. What inspired Jacob's House? What's kind of the history behind Jacob's House? Jacob's House, well, we are named after our namesake, uh, Jacob Nelson. And unfortunately, in 2006, Jacob had passed to heaven as a result of a horrific traffic accident. And before I get into a little bit more of that, prior to Jacob's passing, his sister Jennifer was in a automobile accident years before in 1997. And in that situation, their family stayed at a Ronald McDonald house and were able to experience what it was like to stay at a hospital hospitality home and see the need for that. And then you fast forward to Jacob's accident and and the family coming together during that time, there was nothing like a Ronald McDonald house or a Jacob's house in that area. And through that tragedy, they saw the need to bring something like that to Southwest Riverside County. So this is really an organic nonprofit that started from something that a family locally went through. And now they've decided to develop and give back to other family members that are going through, which is really great because it's so expensive, right? Already when you're going through oh, some kind of trauma or tragedy absolutely. to pay for a hotel and food and whatnot. And so this is an alternative that is a home environment. Can you describe Jacob's house a little bit? Sure. So yes, Jacob's house is very much a home environment as compared to a, a cold facility. We have really endeavored to make this very homey for the families to stay with us. We are on, we're a beautiful single story home that has four rooms. We are on two and a half acres in a very peaceful area of the Temecula community. And basically, each of those rooms have their own restroom, so they don't have to share a bathroom with anyone else. There are beautiful common areas. We have the kitchen and the living room spaces. And what we really endeavor to do for those families is make it feel like a home away from home while they're through the situation and try to cover those basic needs, shelter, food, hot shower, a place for them to rest in between going back and forth to the hospital to be with their loved one. Who are the people that you are serving? What are kind of their stories of some things that they're going through at the time? The people that we serve come to us 
because maybe their loved one was in a car accident and they got that call in the middle of the night and ran out of the house and due to that accident. We serve families who might have a loved one that had a drug overdose and their loved one on life support. Someone who had a heart attack. I'm thinking of one in particular who, a skydiving accident. I mean, there's so many different scenarios that have brought families to us. And truly the only criteria that there is for them to come stay with us is that the family lives 25 miles away or more and that their loved one is in the hospital. So it could be for so many reasons. And there are uh, happier reasons. And I'll give you an example of that. We serve all of our Southwest Riverside County hospitals. That includes the Rady's NICU at Rancho Springs Hospital. So Sometimes we will have guests stay with us who have a newborn in critical condition and or maybe they're, they're born very prematurely and the family members, uh, family might be out here visiting and they need a place to stay until that baby gets strong enough and uh, discharged from the hospital before they go back home. I'm Janice Lee. This is Closer Look. Thank you for joining us. Our guest this evening on Closer Look is Stacy Krause. Stacy is the volunteer services coordinator with Jacob's House. Stacy, share about how Jacob's House operates. Do you get direct referrals from hospitals or case managers? Yes. So we do receive all of our referrals from the case managers and social workers at the hospitals as well as the ICU nurses and hospital staff. Any of them are able to refer a patient to us and have our referral forms. And, you know, sometimes a family might hear about us, uh, whether they happen to see it on the web or they might see our large sign hanging on the walls at Temecula Valley Hospital. And if they bring it up, then we just recommend that they go speak to their nurse or case manager and they will get them referred over to us. Are there specific hospitals in the community that you work with? So as far as the hospitals that we work with, there are five specific ones that we do receive the most referrals from here in Southwest Riverside County. And those are Temecula Valley Hospital, Rancho Springs Hospital, the Rady's NICU, Rady's Children's NICU at Rancho Springs Hospital, Inland Valley Medical Center, and Loma Linda Medical Center in Murrieta. Those are the primary hospitals, but we would take a referral from any hospital. We are very happy to partner with each of those. How long can a family or someone stay at Jacob's house? A family can stay with us as long as their loved one is in critical condition in the hospital. The average length of stay, I would say, for a family is about a week. But we have had families stay with us for up to a month needing our services. Is there a fee involved for people to stay at Jacob's house? So there are no fees for anyone to stay with us. People can stay with us free of charge. They don't need to worry about paying any fees to stay with us. We know that they have enough on their shoulders with what they're going through with their loved one. And if we can help relieve that pressure, now they don't have to worry about running out of money, staying in a hotel or sleeping in their car, as we've had some guests do. We've lifted that burden off them and we could provide food if they need food. We can provide, you know, a place for them, shelter. So they don't worry about that. 
And now they can concentrate more on advocating on behalf of their loved one without having that stress. Because to stay somewhere locally, the average room rate is going to be well over $100. So you times that times seven, it's a lot. And these families are struggling, especially now. And so they can stay with us free of charge. If that family chooses to make a, a donation, then great. If they don't, there is no problem. We are grateful for the support of our community, our key monthly partners, and that is how we survive and are able to provide these services. Now, what about someone who might get that phone call in the middle of the night and needs emergency shelter? Do you provide emergency shelter for them? Yes. I mean, we do provide that shelter for them. But in order to do that, they do need to get the official referral form from a case manager or social worker, or just talk to, you know, if it's in the middle of the night and the case managers and social workers aren't in, then they just need to talk to the ICU nurses and they can assist them and they'll reach out to us and we'll get them set up. Describe some of your rooms at Jacob's house. Jacob's house has four spacious rooms and three of those actually have four person occupancy. We have a couple cozy, comfy beds in them. And the fourth bedroom has a two-person occupancy and also its bedroom. And these rooms really offer privacy. Each family has comfortable beds, hot showers. We even supply toiletry bags for each room. So if those guests leave in the middle of the night and they weren't able to pack the essentials, we can get them started by offering them toiletries, just like a hotel would. We also have welcome bags on the desk in every room that have water bottles, tissues, and a crossword or, or a Sudoku book, just something to help keep their mind going while they're waiting there in the waiting room. What other amenities do you provide your guests? So the amenities that we provide for each guest family has their own room. They have their own shower. We can provide food if they need food. Um, we are so grateful to have, we have a food pantry and we have a freezer with food in it that has been donated from our partners and families and other organizations. Um, we also can provide for them, um, recently we had iPads donated. We're so happy to be able to offer this because those times when they need to FaceTime their loved one in the hospital, we now have those iPads there if they need one or if they need an iPad for their children to do homeschool while they're there staying with us. So that is another amenity that we can offer them. We really enforce care for our guests. And oftentimes that goes really goes uh, to the wayside when they are so concerned about their loved one. So we regularly check in with them to make sure, are you eating? Can I get you some water bottles to take with you? Do you need us? If we need to, we'll heat up a lasagna for you and it'll be ready to go when you come back. You know, our, our volunteers will have that ready. We really try to provide their basic needs so they can help their loved one and advocate for them and, and maybe get a little bit of peace while they're going through this. You also mentioned meals. Yeah. Are those provided also? And, and how does that kind of work for families that are staying at Jacob's house? We can provide food for them. And 
Now, prior to COVID, we had a faith-based organization or group that wanted to come in, even a family that said, hey, well, we'd like to make a meal for you guys and can we drop it off? We'd say yes, a thousand percent. So now we've had to pivot a little bit what we're doing and how we do it, but people can drop off meals from the grocery store or from a local restaurant and we also have a pantry. So canned goods, individually wrapped snacks and items that they can take on the go are wonderful as well. So they don't have to worry and stress out about how they're going to eat. In your opinion, what kind of impact do you feel that Jacob's House is making in the community? In my opinion, Jacob's House is making a huge impact in the community. We are the only hospital hospitality home here for Southwest Riverside County. And we are providing a place for those family members to stay. I've had people share with us that had they not found out about Jacob's House, they would literally be on the street. They would not have a place to stay while they were here visiting their loved one. I'm thinking about one family in particular who took a bus from Arizona to get to their loved one in the hospital and truly would have not even a vehicle to to sleep in as some people have in the past. So we provide a, a very much needed resource for our community. We also provide an outlet for volunteers Our volunteers are able to have a place to get involved, interns, students. We have service groups that can come out and work on the property. And it's really a wonderful thing for a group to get together and come out and do work on the property and uh, give back in that way. So there's many ways. We also have helped just about a thousand guests from over 41 states and 10 countries since we've opened. Good evening. This is Closer Look. I'm Janice Lee with our guest this evening, Stacy Krause. Stacy is the volunteer services coordinator with Jacob's House. Stacy, how is Jacob's House funded? Jacob's House is completely funded by our partners and donors. And by that, I mean, we have monthly key partners that come alongside and and commit to giving and helping us monthly. We also have different organizations that have come alongside us and are giving through employee giving campaigns, and they might hold a fundraiser for us. And we also have a couple fundraisers that we generally put on throughout the year as well. One thing that we are able to do every year, right around springtime, is our golf tournament. And that is our largest fundraiser of the year. And then in the fall, we have our giving campaign, and that's our Open a Door for a Family campaign. Now, how are those donations used? Those donations are directly used to providing services for our families. So if you think about what it would take for someone to stay at a hotel, we are providing those services for them free of charge. So it helps us keep the lights on and provide those services that they need and the staffing and resources uh, that we are able to provide for them at no charge. What are some of your other current needs? So in addition to food items, some of our current needs would be really if you think about anything that you would use in your home for cleaning. So we do need cleaning products. We need paper towels, Lysol, things like that. 
those items, hand sanitizer, are always needed. And we are always in need of more monthly key partners, service groups. If you enjoy getting out into the fresh air and uh, giving back to the community, we can use the service groups to come out for a couple hours on a weekend, even during the week. And we'll put you to work doing some great things for our community and helping these families in need on the property. So service groups, key partners, employee giving campaigns, that is huge. And if someone would like to look on our website, we have our wish list on there. We also have wish list Wednesdays on our Facebook and Instagram, which we are regularly updating weekly, depending on what the needs are for that current week. Another unique way that people can help us out at Jacob's House is to purchase a fundraising brick. And these bricks are beautifully set in our pathway of hope on the property. And it can have a loved one's name on there in uh, memoriam of them. Or it could be uh, just that your family would like to show their support and have their family name on there. Or a corporation, as we've had many businesses and purchase one and have it set in the pathway of hope. So that's another way that people can help us raise funds. If someone was interested in volunteering or getting involved with Jacob's House, how can they connect with you? If someone is interested in volunteering at Jacob's House, I will be so happy. I'm the volunteer services coordinator. So I can tell you we are in need of volunteers. And there are many organizations, unfortunately, that have not been able to take volunteers or have had to change while we've pivoted and and adapted, put some new systems in place for volunteers and so forth. Because of COVID, we are taking volunteers. So if you would like to help out a family, and there's several different areas that we can use you in, the best way for them to do that is to hop on our website and look under volunteering tab. Click on that. Fill out the application and we will get back with you right away and have you come on in for a tour and to meet you and to see what volunteer area would be a good fit for you. Our website address is jacobshousetemecula.org. You mentioned tours. You do offer tours? Absolutely. We do offer tours. And so if anyone would like to come out and see what we are doing firsthand, they are more than welcome to. We just ask that you either give us a call at 951-452-2627 to set up that appointment time. Or you can go on our website and contact us through there. Let us know that you're interested in coming by and having a tour. And we will get right back with you and let you know what dates and times we have available for that. Stacy, do you have a success story you could share with us about how Jacob's House has made a positive impact in someone's life? There's so many stories, Janice, that come to mind. But there's one story in particular um, that's standing out to me right now. So I'll... I'll uh, I'll share that with you. About a year ago, there was a gentleman that came referred to us, and he came referred to us actually because a very uh, sweet chaplain had noticed that this gentleman had been around the hospital for several days. He noticed that he was wearing the same clothing for several days. He also noticed that he looked like he barely slept. And one day he noticed that he had actually gone out to his car 
to sleep when he would take time away to try and get some rest for a very short period of time. His wife was on life support at Temecula Valley Hospital, and of course, he didn't want to leave her side. Well, the chaplain noticed him, he spoke with him, and he mentioned about Jacob's house and that we were very close by and that if he needed a place to go and to just get a nap and a hot shower and that we were there. So he came to us and when I met this man, I could just see how the stress and the pain that he was carrying. And, you know, our our founder, Sean Nelson, often says, we may not be able to change the destiny, but we can impact the journey. So that's really what we endeavor to do. And so when he came to us, while we were possibly not able to change the outcome, we could help him. And he walked in and when he saw the home and stepped through that front door, he literally broke down crying. And he said, this is too nice. Are you sure this is for me? And we said, yes, absolutely, this is for you. And then I took him into the kitchen and opened up the freezer and the pantry and showed him the food and said, this is for you as well, whatever you want. And he said, it's just too much. I'm not used to this. And so he literally just, you could see the weight lifted off his shoulders. And that story stands out to me. And we've seen that so many times in different scenarios. But that's the kind of impact that we're making. We're able to give him a place to stay for as long as he needed while his wife was there and food and some rest so he could go back there and uh, be there for his wife. That for me was one of the hardest, we call it intakes that I've done. When I took him to his room and showed him the bedroom, he said, this is so nice. And I said, well, how's, how's the temperature in the house? Do you need it warmer? He said, ma'am, I don't have heating and air. It, this is this is perfect. And just really hit home. And for what we do, not and not everyone is as extreme as, as he was not having, you know, that heat in the home and only, he only wanted to eat the canned food. He didn't want to use any of the frozen food. He goes, that's more my speed right there. I mean, it broke my heart, but we've had the hospital staff come back to us and say, thank you for the services you're providing because these family members are coming back a little bit more rested, a little bit more clear headed, and they're able to, I mean, it's hard it's a hard journey, you know, watching your loved one go through a medical trauma, but they're noticing they're more rested. And it just really makes the whole situation much better all the way around so they could better advocate on behalf of their loved one and when they're dealing with the hospital staff. Stacy, any final thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up this evening? Earlier, I had been thinking about how Jacob's house is truly a story of, of perseverance, not only the people that come stay with us and how they're persevering through a very difficult situation and not quitting, not giving up. And every time it looked like, you know, especially in those early years, how are we, you know, is Jacob's house going to come to fruition and, and are we going to be able to do our mission? Uh, God came through over and over and over again. And those partners and donors and people that have connected with us are truly, and those volunteers, they're the heartbeat of our organization. We could not do what we do and have that impact on, 
you know, serving a thousand people from 41 states and 10 countries without those partners and without our volunteers. And for that, we are incredibly grateful. And if you're interested in getting involved, please go to our website at jacobshousetemecula.org. Look us up on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We would love to show you what we do firsthand and set up a tour. Please check us out. And we would love to hear from you. Thank you to our guest, Stacy Krauss, the Volunteer Services Coordinator with Jacob's House. If you'd like to know more about what we discussed this evening on Closer Look, you can email us at closerlook at klove.com. That's closerlook at klove.com. For Closer Look, I'm Janice Lee. This has been Klove Closer Look. Find us online at klove.com.